Humanity Chats, a conversation about everyday issues that impact humans. Join us. Together, we can go far. Hello and welcome to Humanity Chats, where we get together and talk about everyday issues that impact humans. Today, we have two amazing humans joining us, um, Robin Pearson and her daughter, um, Kate. Kate goes by B. Uh, you would love these too. Robin is an author. Um, she has several books out there in the universe. She is a Christian woman, a homeschooling mom, proud of her seven children. And Kate, where do I start? I mean, Kate is, as I said earlier, she is amazing. She um, is a history buff. Recently graduated from Wake Forest. She's a fellow over there now, applying to grad school. Uh, she is an interesting girl. We're going to learn from her tonight. So hold on tight. We are going to bring Kate and her mama into the house. This is Humanity Chats. Um, if you're listening, don't forget, forward this to your friend. Invite someone. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. Thanks to all our listeners in all these, um, what, over a thousand cities? You guys rock. Okay, we're going to bring Kate and her mama into the house. This is Humanity Chats. Welcome to Humanity Chats. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yes. Well, um, I'm glad to see you all. Uh, I can't wait to delve into the conversation. But, you know, before we get started, if you don't mind uh, introducing yourselves briefly to our listeners, I guess we're going to start with Robin. Um, I'm Robin W. Pearson, and I'm Kate's mama. Um <laughs> I'm a homeschooling mom of seven, um, down to four that we're torturing at home at the moment. Um, three of <laughs> graduated. Um, and I'm an author. I've written three books, written four. The fourth is coming out next year. My latest is Walking in Tall Weeds. And um, my first book, A Long Time Coming, um, won the uh, debut award for the Christie Award for debut novel. And um, I just, I spent a lot of time in the kitchen and in the classroom and with my Bible and with my family. Just love my family. I'm so glad to be here with Kate or B. Um, <laughs> the ticker. I gotta go with the ticker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. The, the, the ticker said your name is Kate B. Yes. Um, where, you know, we're, <laughs> we're going to wing this. We're going to wing this. It depends yeah. on where we've lived. There you go. <laughs> um, yes, thank you for having me. Um, friends tend to call me B, family tends to call me Kate. So depending how familiar you are to the show, maybe you can decide based off of that. Um, I'm a fellow. I live in Winston-Salem right now. Um, a recent grad and a burgeoning historian. Um, I do a lot in like public history work and writing. 
uh, I try and follow in my mother's smaller footsteps because my size 10 shoes don't exactly fit. <laughs> but um, she has definitely um, imbued me with a lot of passion for writing. And similar to how she does like generational works that often center Black women, I center Black women in a lot of mine. Um, whether that's like through museum internships or um, historical writing and then hopefully grad school next fall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Looks like yeah. you are a duo. <laughs> yeah. And it's blazed many trails. So yeah. Really okay. proud of her. Well, um, I am proud of her too. And we just met. No, we didn't just meet. I think we met before um, at Park Road. In Charlotte, you came to your mom's book event. That's right. Park Road? Yes. <laughs> that's right. When um, I did the book signing. Yes, that's right. With, with three yeah, I just saw a yeah. photo from that the other day. I had it like, it was like a memory on Snapchat. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was, that was pre-COVID. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. We were doing all the hugging and kissing we wanted to and then shut down. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So Robin, you talked about being a homeschool mom. Can you share a little bit more about that um, with us? Um, well, I started homeschooling back in 2004 when I just had uh, two children. Um, we just kind of ripped our oldest out of school, um, clutching his pencil <laughs> and his math book. And um, mm -hmm. we just really God had put it you know, on our hearts to homeschool. We didn't know what we were doing. Um, and at the time, no, I had three children because our third was a baby at the time. And we just started. We, you know, wanted to spend more time together. We thought at the time we thought, oh, we could just do this better. But God really just, you know, trained and retrained our minds over the years. We've we've moved a lot. Um, we've been able to travel more. Um, learn from, you know, experiences and um, just kind of tailor what we wanted them, you know, what we felt was good for them to to know. And just, um, I don't know, it's been a ride, hasn't it, Catherine, since, since 2004. Um, we didn't set out to do it. We When someone first mentioned it to us, we thought, well, we don't grow stuff. We can't sew, you know, all that stuff I think you think of with homeschooling. But uh, we love each other. And Eddie and I were just invested in what was best for our children. And um, so we've learned a lot as we've grown. Catherine has always had a passion for history. Some of them, you know, math. Um, I have a daughter who plans to, you know, wants to be a doctor, writers. We've been able to explore their interests, you know, and individually and really pour into them individually or either ignore them all at once, either one, you know, whatever we needed to do. <laughs> to do. Um, but it's been a blessing. And, you know, along the way, writing and um, exploring the different passions. So, yeah, it's been a journey. It's been an adventure, I think. We've got some scars. We've got some. <laughs> but um, it's been good. Don't you think, Catherine? Absolutely. I mean, I feel like they could be more beauty marks than scars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. That's I, the writer in her. That's the writer. 
repeat. You got to revise and resubmit. Um, uh, it's, it was definitely interesting. I think homeschooling gives you that like soft launch into the world of education that allows you to explore your niche and feel more anchored until you're in more like competitive, less like soft environments. Though I never think, never thought I would describe, I think my siblings is soft. We're a, you know, a rough and tumble bunch sometimes. But um, yeah, it's like my mom was saying, there were times when we would haul five to seven people to the local civil rights or civil war memorial because I was really interested in it. Um, or we would go to like a please touch science museum and my little sister would, you know, be pointing out the different bones that she knew. My youngest brother, I remember he was like, what, two when he started naming like horse breeds and different animals. And I would just smile and nod. And so I think um, we've really gotten to burrow into the things that like light us all up. But together we've been able to, I don't know, push forward in a way that breeds like intimacy and closeness in a way that it's kind of hard these days, especially with the age gaps, because it goes, it's like a 15 years from top to bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. But well, it's so cool. Yeah. We've lived in different places. So um, a large chunk of it was spent in New Jersey area. So, you know, we could take advantage of things, New York or Philly or, you know, right there in, in Jersey. So, um, we've been blessed, you know, by the people we've met that have stretched us and have, you know, poured into our experience and yeah. grown from. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to ask. So, Kate, you experienced it firsthand. What has been the pros and cons as you um, even as you transitioned into college? With homeschooling? Yes. Um, so I definitely think that often you get taught to kind of treat other people as your benchmark like oh you're behind because you're not on par with the people you're around or you're ahead because you're like doing more there's not really that environment when it came to homeschooling it was like what do you need you know what does our family need let's address that and I feel like it was about care and learning instead of just like hitting these like arbitrary points that honestly like helped imbue us with comments and like love the things we were focused in um, you could drag your feet through for me math or science, but you d- I didn't I didn't feel dumb or um, unempathetic of other people's positions because it was about my experience as the only the top and bottom of my class of ninth and eleventh grade. Um, <laughs> And also you still got that like cohort experience. Like we moved together. My mom would dress us all in the same color and we were going to the zoo or we were going (laughs) to the library. Um, And I think that it was something that certain times I took for granted because you're not like one of, you are just one. And I think that's some things that people don't understand about big families is that you get to still be like a whole person, but then you have like all of this love and I don't know, excitement around you, but you're still seen as like that individual. Um, And that's something that I will like always treasure as a launching point for the way that I viewed education as I move on um, to grad school. I feel like my um, supervisor today was like, we don't call them um, downsides. We call them opportunities. So I feel like it's better to say, you know, homeschooling obviously has opportunities just like other education experiences. Um, I definitely think that when we were in some like the smaller towns, I would have different experiences with like the kids around me that like didn't understand what I was interested in or like along the lines of identity, you know, in being like the only black girl in a lot of different spaces. I think that I was lonely at times, but that was definitely 
a very specific experience that context as well, because my siblings now where they are like hustling and bustling have these great socialized experiences. So I think for me, that was an opportunity for growth. Um, but it's something that you take with the great, just like if you're in public, private, um, charter school experience. So yeah, that's how I think about it. Yeah. Well, I'd like to add to that, you know, um, you could go to a big public school or a private school wherever and still feel lonely. You mm-hmm. could you could you could still be the only black person mm-hmm. in a predominantly um white space. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really matter whether you're in that institution or yeah. if you are at home, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You you can make it work. Um that loneliness um it could be anywhere. Yeah. So yes, yes. Mom at home, you know, it's just really <laughs> right? Like it's yeah. just, but it's trying to center in your, yourself and, um, you know, where does your hope come from? You know what I mean? Where, where do you put, where do you seek your peace? Um, mm-hmm. and who, you know, who is it? Who do you believe in? And who's I always ask them when they go, like, make sure you know, and remember whose you are, meaning God, you know, and remember that your mom is crazy. Those are the two things that I would tell them, you know, when they go off, you know, so you're right. Like, it doesn't matter where you are, um, you know, where are you centered and, and um, you know, where are you rooted? So um, it's been a blessing. Like we've, I can't imagine doing anything differently. You know, I just, I can't, like we still have four here and we're all together. It doesn't feel like there are nine people, you know, together plus the dog, like it doesn't, you know, so it's good. Yeah. And, and for us to be able to visit with parents, you know, grandparents and um, friendships to be able to stay connected with people who live from Florida to, you know, Boston, it's, you know, it's stretched us. So, yeah. Okay. Mama, you know, um, crazy mama, I'm going to call you that. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Robin Crazy Mama Pearson. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Now, um, I want to get into the history part that Kate is interested in now. But before we get to that, I want to ask you about curriculum. You have seven kids with different interests. How do you deal with curriculum? How do you make sure they're getting what they need to prepare them for the next level? Um. I was going to make a joke, but I'm not, I'm not going to do that. We, <laughs> um, lots of prayer. I mean, really, but we, you know, I'm a rebel. Like I always say my R really is a rebel. And I like to think outside of what other people say I have to do or um, mm-hmm. what I should do. And really just what, what is be- best, what is best for you. We have certain programs from math that we might do standard, you know, that we, that will challenge them. Um, I always like if I can teach them how to learn or just make making sure I focus on critical thinking, um, processing, problem solving in terms of, you know, and strong writing. Those are the skills that they can apply to any subject, you know. So if I teach them how to, you know, how to fish, then they can fish and feed themselves. You know, that's what kind of our philosophy here. But we um, we've been blessed to be in places where we didn't have to we could design our own curriculum. So um, I didn't have to use something that, you know, someone, you know, gave us or use a package. So I would, you know, pull over here and use Singapore math or 
or pull over here and um, do lots of reading. We did lots of reading, lots of reading aloud, lots of you know unit studies um, because I love reading out loud and we just love books. Like most of us have really enjoyed reading it, just open doors to so many different things. And it made for a nice quiet car when you take long trips. So, <laughs> so it works for everybody. Yeah. Oh, what what a what a wonderful family. And so, um, Kate, how did that tie into your interest for your interest in history? I mean, it it didn't really like just tie it. I obviously it's like the foundation for it. Like I was just talking to someone about how I want to teach a um, history through fiction class one day. Um, because I didn't used to like like to read when I was really little. Um, like I remember being like five. And not liking to read. And then my mom gave me the Little House in the Prairie books. And I devoured them. I've read Little House in the Big Woods probably like 10 times. Um, because it was this like introduction of, you know, it is one version of history, but isn't isn't everything. Um, and it was through fiction, like through this experience of this little girl and change. And she's moving. And I was like, I've moved um, with her doll, like next to her fighting with her sister in the back. I was like, this is relatable, even <laughs> though it was about, you know, someone centuries before who looked different than Ida was. Um, who, um, but I think that it was a way to kind of explore both my imagination and the world at the same time. And I was always a very imaginative kid. And so I saw history as like this vector point for understanding like what really was with also like what I wanted it to be. Um, And it just kind of went off from there. You could rarely find me with a book that wasn't historical fiction in some way. Um, And I, I, it would stretch a little bit, but that would just mean I was in a new era. I was like, Oh, I'll shake it up with, you know, a world war one book instead of world war two. Um, and that's, that's stuck through today. Like I have a book from the library sitting over there that I need to finish. Um, so yeah, reading was everything and books in general. I mean, specifically because when your mother's an author, like her, the way she is a storyteller, um, she's still speaking about truth, especially as like a writer of her own experience, Southern Christian fiction. Um, I think it was really important to understand writing as like an expression. And it's not something that was ever closed off. Like while we were doing the dishes, she would be reading something by like Mildred D. Taylor. Um, Now I can't read certain books without hearing the characters like in her voice. And so I think that sometimes people see um, passion for like reading literature history as like an enclosed experience. Cause like you're in the library, you're in the research lab and like you're alone, but it was always a very like family community practice. Um, and so that's how I definitely see it now. And I love watching it happen with my mom's readers and her audiences because she's writing about family and that's like inspired by her own. And that's hopefully going to inspire my own in the future. Like, yeah, that's definitely been, it's been everything more than just a tie. Yeah, we've we've tried to. I remember one year when um we were studying the Civil War and like the, we took the yeah what what anniversary now I can't remember what year it was that we just took the time to go visit all the mm-hmm. different you know the things in the area, just the different monuments and historical mm-hmm. sites, and you know just really make it come alive so that history is not this dead thing, but right. something that um that applies to us right now, something we grow from, something that we can explore, you know, I always wanted them. Um, I had them back when you had the big video cameras. They, I remember them, you know, recording conversations with their grandparents to find out like, how did you live during this time? And what did you do? And what was life like? And so that they could see that history is this living 
thing, you know? And so it's amazing how Catherine is, you know, taken and run, you know, with it and just inspires this, you know, this whole life that she planned, you know, with working museums and, you know, doing things with children. And, um, and I see that with, you know, my, my others, my third oldest is planning to teach and to do music. You know, he's amazing, you know, with, um, piano and the guitar and, um, so I don't know. It's just been an incredible, you know, learning experience for all of us. You know, I, the other day I figured out how to do, you know, um, Conal <laughs> figuring out uh, what we're doing, the ge- geometry with uh, figuring out the volume of, you know, rectangular solids and all of that. So I'm still learning. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a wonderful opportunity to, to just learn and keep your mind just growing and to do it with your children. So, and it's not something I set out to do. And yeah, it's been great. And well, still with Catherine in grad school. So we're going to grad school. And from what Catherine is saying, you have been an inspiration to her. Um, Also with your writing and you're doing your research for the writing. So kudos to you, mama. Well, I mean, encouragement. You know, I it was a long journey to getting published. I started writing my first book when I was, I think my oldest was, I don't know, one and a half, around one. So over, well over 20 years ago. Um, and it, it was a 20 year journey plus journey to, to getting published, to learning about the industry. And, um, so, but all along the way they were praying, you know, for me, we would pray, meet together, you know, Sunday nights, we, um, pray and you could go back and look at our journals and they would all be like, you know, pray for mom to get published, pray for mom to find an agent, you know? So it was our journey, you know, with, getting published. And so they inspired me just as much as she might have inspired her, but just their encouragement every, every day. So, yeah. You know, as you're talking about prayer, it reminds me that when my son was getting ready to go to college, we had a prayer chain for our family. And that prayer was that he was going to get into Duke university and get the Reginaldo Howard scholarship. Mm-hmm. And it was so specific that my dad, during COVID times, we met every day to pray. And we prayed for that scholarship. Yeah. Um, wow. God found a way to open other doors, but it was really specific that he can get yeah. to, and get the Reginaldo Howard <laughs> If those folks at that office knew that we were praying for that scholarship yeah. that much, they would have probably said, hey, come on in. We'll give it to <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but the power of prayer is nothing. I mean, it's especially you're united, you know, as a family and with, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what God would have us. I mean, we're a family, you know, a family in Christ. So, yeah. Yeah. So where did your son end up going? He ended up going to Duke, but he with a different scholarship. Or the different scholarship. Yeah. But um, it's just funny oh, how for that one scholarship that we knew about because we didn't know about the others. Right. <laughs> but God did. God did. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, well, you know, I'm coming back to you, Kate. So tell me more about your interests. I know mom inspired you with her writing, but um, it looks like now you're going in different directions, right? So tell us more. Um. It's funny because I don't know if I would call them different directions so much as like 
a bush that bears different kinds of fruit. Same bush, different different fruit. Um, I want to do history. I want to do public history specifically. Um, I've worked part time for like the North Carolina African American Heritage Commission, and I've done. I've had a few museum um, short term like positions, and eventually, I'd love to be both like a curator, but um, honestly, primarily like a program developer, so I could work with like families and children because I think like when history is just like sitting there, people don't see its engagement, its lessons, um, it's like current impacts. And it's really fun. I just adore working with like students um, in any capacity I can. So I'm really open to the specifics of like what role that looks like. I think it's more, I'm pretty sure about like the kind of impacts I want to have. And I definitely want it to be very community focused, but yeah, I just, um, anything where I can get my hands, like hands on history is probably the really short way of framing it. Um, Yeah. So that's what I'm really focused on right now. Wow. Mom, how does that make you feel? I'd rather she be, you know, a mathematician. No. (laughs) (laughs) I love that she loves to learn like, and, and that she um, is doing things, something that she enjoys and she's successful at it. And, um, and to see all that, that she's, you know, was interested in those, you know, seeds were planted so long ago and to see them growing. And I don't even see it as a different bush. You know what I mean? This, a tree or a bush goes through different seasons, you know, of growth. And so you prune and it grows and change, it can change shape as you cut, you know, branches or, you know, it may blossom because you think about peach trees or sometimes they don't blossom or they don't produce fruit one year. They may wait and produce a different, you know, fruit another year. So um, I don't know. I'm just really excited for, I'm excited for what's ahead and the fact that she wants to work with families and um, yeah, it's just exciting. You know, I, I sometimes I want to like tie her down because Catherine has always wanted to go, like always. Even she was one, she could go and stay the night like at Friends. Like she's always been ready to go. So it's just been like kind of holding her back. Um, but now I think she's ready to take us with her, you know, not quite leave us quite behind. So <laughs> it's exciting. It's exciting to see. She's helped so much. Like when uh, we were moving, she's helped with teaching, you know, the kids history. When she was learning something, she was teaching the younger ones, you know, what she was learning. So um, she has a, a background in teaching. So I know that she is equipped to do it. You know, she has the skills to do it of communicating information. So um, when you're passionate about something, you know that yourself, when you're passionate about it, it's easy to bring others along. Well, it's beautiful to see, um, just amazing uh, to see a mother-daughter duo. Guys, this is Black history. Um, they they feed off each other. They're doing good things. The daughter is inspired by her mom. The mom is so proud of the daughter. Um, they, they're not mad at each other, although... Not today. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if if you were perfect all the time, then you wouldn't be human, you wouldn't be normal. We have those moments where, you know, they're dead that nobody has really done anything to me, but I'm mad. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm sure you have those days. 
but it's still beautiful to see that um, your mom gave you that foundation that you needed and you went to wake excelled now you're a fellow there you're looking at opportunities to go to grad school you've gotten into some amazing schools already um it's a sense of pride and i'm so glad that we got the opportunity to talk for our listeners to learn about the benefits of homeschooling do not close your mind to opportunities as kate said uh and you know to learn that we have this young lady here who is interested in history and interested in empowering her community. So before we wrap up, and I can't believe that our time is up. The conversation went by so fast. We've got to have you come back so we can talk in depth. Um, but before we wrap up, if you had a message for our listeners, and I guess we're going to start with you, Kate, what would your message be? Um, I definitely think that there's opportunities for generational learning. Um, often where we, we kind of look for lessons like to come down. And I think sometimes like through dialogue like this, um, through the dialogue of characters in books like Walking in Tall Weeds, um, we can learn a lot through like intergenerational, um, dialogue, learning, and like love in general. Um, so I really enjoyed this opportunity. Thank you for having me. And yeah, I definitely encourage you if you like the kind of things that we have to say to check out. I have to plug, you know, my mom's current novel and keeping on the eye out for um, future ones coming. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Mom, that was a good plug, right? Yes, yes, I tell you. <laughs> She's learned well. She's a good student. <laughs> I love that. I love that in generation. Yes, I love everything about that. Mom, what would you what do you have to tell our audience? Oh wow. Just you know what for us it was faith and family. You know, that's what's important to us. And um we would not be where we are without that, with our love, you know, from the Lord and for each other. Um and to just believe. Just keep pressing. You know, it's not the easiest thing, homeschooling or, you know, raising a large family or just you know, every day. You just have to keep keep pushing and um, pressing and, and holding on. So um, and just supporting each other. So I would just that's what I would say. I love writing. I love what I do. I love my family. But, you know, I wrote a post today about just being in the moment and just being grateful for this day and in this moment and um, and learning from this um, moment and then moving forward, so. Well, being in this moment, um, that is so important. And we're grateful for the two of you, viewers, listeners. Um, if you like what you heard, go back on the blog and read about this amazing family, margimarge.com blog. Um, <laughs> Tell your friends about them. Uh, look out for um, the books. You know, tell us more about the books. Kate was the one who did the blog. But tell <laughs> us more about the books so that folks would know where to find it, Mama. <laughs> yes, yes. I have a long time coming till I want no more. And Walking in Tall Weeds are the books that are out right now. And I have a fourth one coming out next spring with Tyndale House Publishers. So. Yeah, it's exciting. It's really Fair. exciting. Yeah, super exciting. Faith and family. 
Yeah, she's an award-winning author. She's not bragging enough, so we've got to brag for her. Um, right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> she yeah, she poured too much effort to to not we that's why she has so many kids though, you know. She had seven kids. So we could each talk about a book. So she's gotta she's gotta write a few more. Uh that's what it is. <laughs> really my you know, my love for my family is the oh, most important thing. Really, yeah. seriously. You know, <laughs> know how I love you guys. How you drive me nuts. You like nuts. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> Look at that rapport. <laughs> a fly on the wall in your home. Um, yeah, yeah. And I've, I've seen some of your other kids too, and the way they helped you at your book launch um, out in Charlotte, I believe. And so you are blessed. You are your yeah. soul. Yes. Viewers, listeners, this has been Humanity Chats, where we get together and talk about everyday issues that impact humans. Um, next week, we're going to come back with you with Chief um, Police Chief Alonzo Thompson, and he's going to talk to us about what our young people can do in case they get pulled over by police or if they have a police encounter. So come back, join us. Um, we have insightful information. Sometimes our conversations are hard and sometimes they're fun like today. Um, so thank you for the Pearsons. I can't, I can't, um, I'm thinking about the show, This Is Us. That's <laughs> yeah. like our favorite, right? <laughs> we love that show so much. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm a big Randall fan. She just loves no. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, Beth all the way mm-hmm. well, um, well we have our own Pearsons and yes, so- this is our own Pearsons our own Kate Pearsons, this is us this is us people this is us, thank you for tuning in and listening to us um, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll see you again next time and Kate and Robin are definitely going to be back. We're going to talk more history, more writing, and uh, we love you guys. We love you guys. Stay good. Together, we are better as humans. Yes. All, right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Share with a friend. We are humans from all around the world. One kind only, and that is humankind. Your friend, Margie Marge.